If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy. Full time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronos, we have a new World Series champion. Not the team you were expecting, but uh, I'm not unhappy. It's, it kind of makes it a little just a dessert that uh, Bryce Harper doesn't get to enjoy this, but the Washington Nationals are the World Series champions. Yeah, they had a hell of a run. You know, I thought Houston would win the series, but I'm not really stunned. The Nationals, I thought, I said it before the playoffs, they were going to be dangerous. I knew once the Dodgers got the Nationals in the first round, that was the last team they wanted to see because I truly believe if they didn't have to face Washington, they would have gotten to the World Series. It's just everything broke right for them. You know, they were down 3 nothing in the eighth inning in the play-in wild card game against Milwaukee, and Josh Hader, one of the toughest lefties and relievers on the Mound. And Juan Soto got that hit. And then every time they faced elimination, they came through. And Steven Strasburg has gotten a lot of criticism over the years. The Nationals were criticized for their plan to, you know, take it easy on them. And it cost them years ago in the playoffs. But he was dominant in this postseason, going more than eight innings in game six. And they just got clutch hits from Howie Kendrick, Anthony Rendon, Soto, Adam Eaton. I mean, they were really good teams that people forget that this team is 83 and 46 over the last over the last few months. So they've been. One I mean, of that's the kind of remarkable, teams. right? Isn't isn't that remarkable? 83 and 46 when you put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's just they started 19 and 31. They got off to a bad start, but they turned it around. And the reason why they won and why I felt they had a shot. Look at their starting pitching. Their bullpen was clearly a weakness, 
But what they did was they prevented from going to that bullpen early. When Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, and Annabelle Sanchez, who no one talks about, they go deep into games. And then you just need a couple of arms to come through. And uh, the Nationals had better starting pitching than Houston. As hard as that is to believe, Houston didn't have a fourth guy. Granke was great yesterday, but he wasn't the other games. And Verlander got hit more than we expected. So I think both teams are really good. It's a tough loss for Houston, but the Nationals just had this magical run. And that's why you always just say, get to the playoffs. And that's why I felt with the Mets. I'm like, just get there because the Mets had the starting pitching. Are they as good as Washington? No. But the point is, you just get to the postseason. If you have enough starting pitching, you can go on a magical run. And the Mets did it in 2013. Yeah, it's kind of like hockey, you know, when your goalie gets hot. You know how your a team could be very average, and then uh, was it uh, J.P. Uh, Higuere from the Ducks? Remember that guy went crazy uh, one season? I mean, yeah. You See, know, I don't think the Nationals were average, goalie. I don't think the Nationals, the Nationals were, were an I, average hit. They, they were they were an no, they average, weren't. maybe above average hitting team, but they were a timely hitting team. I think the Giants. No, they were a very good. Remember team. the Giants won. The Giants weren't a great hitting team when they won. Well, the Giants never had good offensive teams. They just had like just good pitching. You know, Posey in his prime. Yeah, Baumgartner carried them one year. Yeah, they always had right. good pitching and, and the park they good they pitching and, ti- and timely think, hitting. Right. I, I thought the Nationals were a legit team. They they were my pick to win the NL East. I thought they were better than the Braves. I mean, I was proven wrong in the regular season, but I think here in the postseason we found out. Like I couldn't believe how many people were picking the Braves and Phillies to win. I'm like. Why? Because Bryce Harper left? Like, the Nationals had great pitching, man. Bringing in Corbin. But, yes, I Strasburg think you but no, but what, no, but what you said makes a lot of sense. You lose a Harper, nobody thinks you make it to the World Series without your best player, right? And well, the truth is sometimes he's not really their your best, best player. player. <laughs> right? He wasn't no, really what I was going to say. Player. Look, I'll tell you a quick story, and this has nothing to do with baseball. Years ago, I'm coaching a girls' volleyball team, and I've got, like, the second best player in the state. And she's phenomenal, right? But everybody stands around watching her, and nobody else plays well. The year she, the year after she's gone, my team played better as a team than it did the year that she was there, right? And she ended up being like an All-American in college. So sometimes it's not about the best player. It's about the best team. I liked when they asked Max Scherzer, why did you guys win? And he goes, 1 through 25. Yeah, I think oh, you see that? it's different. In ba- yeah, I think the Harper thing when you're talking about a baseball is completely different. Like basketball, I could see the comparison because you get that star player. It's happening with the Nets now. You kind of watch Kyrie Irving. I mean, the Nets didn't play like that last year because they had a, a whole group where it wasn't one guy. Now everyone's kind of standing watching Kyrie Irving. So I could see that comparison. I, I don't see it in baseball with Harper. Look, it's just bad luck with Harper. I know everyone's piling on him. They could have won this with Harper on the team. But the money that they did spend went to Patrick Corbin, and he was a key guy that helped them get there. If they don't have Patrick Corbin, they probably don't win this World Series. No, that's true. I thought Corbin was a good pickup. Uh, look, I'm happy for them. I think, I think it's a, a well-managed team. Uh, I like the executives there. I saw there was a picture of Jim Bowden, who we both know well. Was uh, you know, I think he hired Mike Rizzo, right? Was, that was, he said it was one of his be- best hires. So, look, Yeah, I think he know, drafted Zimmerman, I, too. Did, oh, who, Bowden or Rizzo? Yeah. Bowden. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Bowden. I think it's great. You know, it's, it's, I, I like it also for, like, for people we know that they can take that moment and, and revel in what they did as part of this. So it's, uh, you know, do I think the Nationals are going to win next year? No, I probably don't. Maybe I'm in the minority, but I, I don't. But I think that they should enjoy this year. Well, it's very difficult to repeat in baseball as people are finding out for sure that it's, it's really, really difficult. But, 
you know, they have to see, we have to see what they do with Rendon, who's a free agent. And you talk about a guy who turned down reportedly $200 million that actually is going to come out on the winning side after it. That's Anthony Rendon, because I think if you didn't follow the Nationals or you weren't a hardcore baseball fan, you found out how good this guy is, not only with the bat, but with the glove. And he is one of those underappreciated superstars that honestly for the last couple of years has also been undervalued in fantasy drafts. He, he should have been going higher. Paid. He's going to get paid. Now in drafts next year, round two or round three on Rendon? Uh, I haven't even looked yet. I'd say two or three, but uh, obviously it also depends on where he lands. But yeah, he'll be fine. I mean, he's in the prime. He's a good hitter. I mean, he just doesn't give you the speed, but everything else is there. You the think big the knock on him for him years was the health. I think they would the want to bring him back. Wouldn't you? I think they want I mean, to. Yeah, I know. What, now, what about the Astros? You think the Astros, they're going to lose Cole? Yeah, And, not. you know, Granky, who knows with that guy? He was great, and then maybe he's not. Uh, they still have some great hitters. Can they make it back to the World Series? Yeah, they definitely can. They definitely can. They'll probably need to eat a, add a pitcher. They're going to hope that Forrest Whitley can improve, and they got some arms down there in the minor league. So, yeah, they're going to be James, fine. right? Don't they have that kid James? Josh yeah, he's James? been pitching. He's pitched out of the bullpen. So, right, but he yeah. could be a starter, right? Yeah, so they, James they, is and they have a lot of talent. They'll be fine. They're, they'll be one of the favorites again. Yeah, little James, little Whitley. Wasn't Whitley, didn't he get suspended for a little PED use? Yeah, and he struggled, but I did see he was pitching recently, I think, in Arizona Fall League and, and uh, had at least one good outing that I saw. Huh. What's a little PED use amongst friends, Ronald? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll suck it up. All right, but congratulations to the Nationals, and we'll talk more football when we come back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Uh, we are full-time fantasy. Dr. Odo and Adam Rose here. Want to join us? Join us at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50. Get your 50% off your first two months. How about that? Ronas, it's trick-or-treating. Are you dressing up tonight? Yes. As a fantasy sports expert? No, as a pimp. Oh, pimping ain't easy, Ronas. Well, it's not really a costume, to be honest, but... <laughs> nah. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know who said "pimping in easy"? Do you know where that's from? The hip hop no. song. You don't know I, who? No, man. Come on. I know you're young now. If you don't even know that, is it Papoose? Your boy? No, Papoose? Big Daddy Kane. Oh, dude. I, I come on. I, that's you like should know that, me. Doc. That's around your era, but obviously our producers are like five 52. years old, so they don't know. <laughs> it's not Jay Z. Get out of here, man. I mean, Big Daddy Kane. I, dude, I don't know what that is either. You don't know Big Daddy Kane? You never no. heard of Big Daddy Kane? I've oh, heard I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't know him. No. I don't know what's All right. Well, my old school hip hop fans, they know who he is. Representing Brooklyn. All right. So you'll be pimping tonight, Ronus. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be, wa- I'll be watching this this uh, game uh, between the Cardinals <laughs> and 49ers. Really? How much of this yeah, game I'm are you gonna actually going to watch? I'm going to watch the whole thing, man. This really? fantasy. Yeah. For, you know, it's fantasy. This is not a good game. This is really It's not, not but game. it's, you know, look, there's I have I have fantasy relevance tied to this game. I actually have Tevin Coleman in one league. I have George Kittle in a few. Right. I'm good. Well, those pro- are the two best starts by far that you just And mentioned. I'm probably going to use Christian Kirk in a few leagues. I think it's funny. I've gotten a lot of uh, messages today about him. I think you need to start Kirk. I mean, he, Kyler looks from every play. And do you know how do you know how many receptions Larry Fitzgerald has in the last two games? Like three. Yeah, like dude. He's, I don't know if he's done or not, but it's. I have him in one league, and I honestly, I did not want him. It was one of our online leagues, and he fell to like round nine or ten. And I remember Taz was the moderator. He's like, "Damn, that's a steal," because he loves Fitzgerald. But I was, I didn't like. He wasn't a target. He was like my sixth or seventh receiver. It's that league I told you where I'm stacked the receiver. And right. as we say, those quickly changed because Will Fuller got hurt. Josh Gordon is hurt. I had to cut him. Yeah, but I don't three even receptions in two games? Come yeah, I'm on. Not, I'm not. And Christian and, Kirk. And that, was with, and that was with Kirk out one of the weeks. I know. Now, the game against the Giants, though, they barely passed. Murray had 14 completions. But still, right. don't you think at least he should get seven of those? Right? You, you would think, I mean, when I, if I named you Damier Bird, Trent Sherfield, Farrell Cooper, and you're like, oh, really? Larry Fitzgerald and, and Charles Clay. 
I mean, who's he throwing it to if you're not throwing it to Fitzgerald? It's it's bad. Like I I don't see playing Fitzgerald tonight. I mean, you have to really be bi week strong. All right. So let me ask you this: You playing Kenyon Drake tonight? No. You playing Zach Zenner tonight? Nope. We know we're not playing Chuckles Clay. You playing Kyler Murray tonight? I'm benching him no. everywhere. I have him in only one league, and I actually I think it was a league with Murray and Darnold, and I actually picked up Minshew to play over Darnold. And again, I think Dan- Sam Darnold's fine this week. Oh no, I played Darnold over Murray for, for no, sure. I played right, Darnold but I Murray I didn't. Week. But I Minshew was available, and I feel better about Minshew, so I picked Minshew okay. up. Would you play Fitz tonight? I say no. I say, I'd yeah, rather play no. Anthony Miller. Which is crazy to say, but I see your point because Philadelphia is just so bad in the secondary, and it's going to have to be on the shoulder of Mitch Trubisky, which you hate hearing. But, hey, if there's any week that he can put up decent numbers, it's got to be against the Philadelphia secondary, right? I literally just got nauseous when you said the shoulder of Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> well, if you're going with Anthony Miller, you're relying on Trubisky, right? I'll be right back. I'll be right back in a second. All right, let's look at the well, other side. Well, here's one for you. Super <laughs> yeah. flex week, Trubisky yeah. or Mason Rudolph? Trubisky. Yeah, right. Dude, can I tell you who I like this week? Who? Jacoby Brissett. Um, Just trust me. Just trust me. Okay. Last week was a Marlon Mack week. This week is not. Well, my decision in the one league. No, okay. I have Jacoby in two leagues. One is Brissett Winston. I'm leaning Winston. Yeah, you got to go Winston. And then the other one is Brissett Gardner Minshew. Brissett. What? You don't mint against the Texans? That's true. That could be in in, in England. yeah, yeah, that guy. Could, Gardner Minshew could be here. All right, all right. Well, that's true. Roby's out, and Lonnie Johnson's out, and Jonathan Joseph's out. I think. I think I'm flying out to to a London tomorrow. I'm oh, yeah? running my You're six five forty. I'm running my there six five forty. Six five. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was good. worse. That's not bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm still in some shape, bro. <laughs> all right. For the for the 49ers here, Jimmy Garoppolo, play or sit? I say sit. Sit. All right, he's only going to throw like 25 times. Tevin Coleman must play. All right, here's an interesting one. Bryder, Mostert, Jeff Wilson. I might play Bryder, but I don't know about the other two. Honestly, I have no idea, and I have all of these guys across several leagues, and I'm kind of just waiting to see what happens, but I'm very worried. There was a report earlier that said Breida and Mostert are likely to play. That makes it worse because, you know, Breida is tough as hell. And we have seen him come back from injuries that we thought, oh, this guy's done. So you have to respect that. But it's a short week. And if they are able to control the game, how many touches is he actually going to get? So I'm going very... to get a lot of touches. I think he could get he could get 10 to 12 touches if he's Well, back. no. See, no. Here's the thing. Okay. I love Brita. And to me, he's an every week start. Right. But he's hurt. And we, you know. and But if he's active, he's not hurt. Well, oh, like David Johnson two weeks ago, right? Exactly. No, That's what I, don't, I don't. You think Kyle Shanahan is? Well, look. Here's the problem. Kyle Shanahan literally could rotate four guys. That's the pro. That's why. Right. That's why I'm right. like very, very worried about this right now. I'm sure we'll get some reports before the game, but again, we can't go a hundred percent on it. But I'm worried right now. Like if I have good options, I would probably go in the other direction. Uh, but we, all right, might, let me ask you this: In a standard league, I don't think Jeff Wilson's playable because you have Coleman at the goal line. Agree? Well, if well, if the other well, if Brita and Mostert are a- active, then yes, Wilson's out. But right. don't be surprised if he does score a touchdown because Mostert is sore and can't go, or Brita aggravates, and then all of a sudden Wilson's like the second back. But as far as if they're all four are active, yeah, Wilson's got to sit. All right, George Kittle plays because 
the Cardinals are the worst team in the league against the tight end. And maybe he'll score a touchdown without a flag. Oh, my God. Seriously. The guy should have five touchdowns already. All right, so here's a question for you. Dante Pettis is a no. I think Debo Samuel is a no, right? I, are, you, are you good with that? Two yeah. no's there? Yeah, yeah, I think Not so. Not enough I mean, touches for Debo? Yeah, he's a like wide receiver four or five. So you'd have to be kind of really desperate in a deep format. But How I about can't. Sanders? I, uh, you could start him. I don't feel great about it. I mean, This has six for 54 written all over it. Which, depending on your league, people will take that. Right? I mean, I guess you have to start Sanders, right? I mean, he I don't is... think you have to, but he's a better start than the rest. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, you, if you have a man your Sanders, you got to get him in. I've seen teams where I'd be like, yeah, you don't need to play him. i got to go through my list again and make sure I don't have Kenyon Drake playing. Oh, so you, know, you, I... you don't want to play him either, right? I don't want to play him. I know I have a league where I have – I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it for us, but it's I got I've got a lot of guys, you know, with like Barkley and Drake and and guys like that. I just can't. I don't think I could risk it. Yeah, it is very risky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's risky. I mean, he just joined the team, you know. So how much could he do? I mean, you know, what you do hope is if you play oh, him, is okay. that he so catches here, five passes. All right, here's the team, Ronas. I have Fournette, Henry, Barkley. So they're well, you don't all need in to play him at all. Right, so then I've got Godwin, Allen Robinson, Michael Gallup. Do you play Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Drake? One of them? Anybody but not, yeah, one of them, just one. Curtis Samuel, you said? Curtis Samuel, Nicole Hardman, Valdez Scantling, Deontay Johnson, or Drake? Yeah, I'm not playing Drake. I'd play Samuel or Deontay Johnson. you got to see if Samuel is able to practice the next couple days because he had the shoulder issue and he wasn't practicing yesterday, but... All right, yeah, I'll put Deontay just, in for now. All right, it's so just no, Drake it's risky with Drake, man. I mean, yeah. he, he look, he, if they're playing from behind and he's out there, he could catch five, six passes for 60 yards. But You know what? I'll play Drake in two weeks when they, when they have a rematch with this team. And he knows the playbook better. And, and next week against Tampa. Right, right, right. I just think this is the wrong week to play him. But the next two weeks, I will play him. Okay. Do you know who I'm starting, by the way? Just so you know, I'm basically benching Kyler Murray. And I'm playing Derek Carr. Oh, I think that's the right move. I like Carr this week. Yeah. He's got five touchdowns and one pick in the last two games and a, a great matchup here. Detroit has been getting shredded by quarterbacks. I mean, Daniel Jones threw four touchdowns on him. I know. I'm, I mean, it seems crazy because Murray hasn't been bad. It's just that the next couple. I like him against Tampa. I just don't like him against Tampa. Yeah, this is all. a tough, tough spot here. Yeah, I would bench Murray tonight, and I'll bench Murray when they play New Orleans. Agree? Yeah. All right, let's take a little time out. We'll take a look at guys who are playing. Are they not playing? Devontae Adams specifically will be back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. I want you guys to dunk on your NBA DFS competition, and you could do it by using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get these incredible lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to get your 10% off now. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. So I'm, t- I'm tweeting here, Ronis, DMing with my friend Mike, uh, listener number four. And he said this like, he says this comment, which is very, very telling. He goes, I have so much fab left. Is this the year no stud comes available? And then I wrote back, it's crazy to think, but Gallman and Ty Johnson were not worth it. Right? Yeah, I, I talked about this last week. I was actually going over all the free agent pickups in a league for this year. And there were really no significant contributors. I think it's been an awful year for Fab. As you alluded to, Goldman was a guy that people spent a lot of money on. And I think at the time, especially if you were a Barkley owner, it looked like the right move. But he really only had one big game. And then even in the second one where you probably used him, he did nothing. 
Ty Johnson, obviously, after last week, didn't do much. You know, in the high-stakes leagues, you know, Terry McLaurin, he was drafted. You know, these uh, DJ Chark, he was drafted. So maybe in your home league, those guys were available. But it's been a pretty bad year for FAP. I haven't really seen any significant pickups. A lot of the guys are one week, two weeks, and then they kind of disappear. So, yeah, it's been pretty bad. And, you know, you, you'd hope that uh, at some point, uh, especially if you need someone for your playoff run, that someone comes available in the next few weeks because we're running out of time. That's week nine, and this was a terrible week in FAB. Well, it's funny because Mike is uh, still DMing me. By the way, he's listener seven, Ronis, not four. I was wrong on that, even though I was the one who probably wrote down the number. But he said something interesting here. He's sitting on Madison and Singletary all year, which I've been as well. I would think if those guys – came up, right? If, if something, you know, if Madison was out there, if something happened to Dalvin Cook, Madison would be worth $900. You know, Singletary, if, if we knew that he was going to be the full-time starter, he'd be worth 900 bucks. But outside of those guys, I think a lot of people may have spent on Chase Edmonds. They spent on Gallman. They spent on Ty Johnson. I mean, but this week you had mentioned Josh Reynolds, right? I had mentioned Chris Conley. Are any of those guys worth it? Geis, I spent 190 bucks on. I felt icky doing it. I think Reynolds can be. There has to be legitimate concern for Brandon Cook. Second concussion this year. He had one in the 2018 Super Bowl. They're sending him to see a specialist. Now, the only thing is, this Rams offense is not the same. It's not like, oh, yeah, three receivers we can use every week. Gerald Everett's being used a lot more, and I think that's a product of the offensive line being bad and Goff doesn't have time to go downfield. So he's settling for a lot of short targets, getting the ball out to Everett. They're not throwing to the running backs anymore. Robert Woods has had a disappointing year. I mean, it's really Cooper cup, but still Reynolds did play close to 90% of the snaps after cooks left. He did have a touchdown and Goff is familiar with him. So, you know, the Rams are more of a passing offense in my eyes right now. They just don't want to saddle Todd Gurley with huge workloads. So, I think Reynolds can be worth it, especially in our format. And I saw the bids were really varying across the board. I saw him go for like over 200 bucks in the 100s. I actually got him for 23 in a league. Another league, someone got him for a dollar. So it's crazy how the bids can vary. But yeah, I mean, he is someone that I would add. I don't know if he's going to be a difference maker. It's usually the no, running but, back but, position. But if I had Cup, Cooks, or Woods... Reynolds is, is I probably would have drafted Reynolds if I had any of those guys at him because I think one one injury you saw how many times Goff looked for Reynolds last week no I did uh, he was second on the team in targets uh, I think it was eight so yeah he's gonna play a part and it might have been difficult for some people this week to add him if they had bye week issues and they just needed someone to get in a lineup this week I know that was the case for me in a league or two but there was one where I did have open spot and I added him so uh, we'll see because you definitely – we're not seeing – I don't think we're seeing Brandon Cooks for several weeks. We've already seen Sterling Shepard miss several. I know he's back practicing in full. Maybe he goes Monday night. Uh, but we do have word here, Matt Breida is playing tonight. He felt good this morning, so he's good to go. Oh, man. I feel good right now. now I'm yeah, I'm now, now I'm like, all right, maybe I'm going to play him. Uh, this is, this <laughs> he will is be such, active. This well, is good news such also is Deshaun Jackson practice again, Ronis. Do you know that uh, – Carson Wentz's eyes lit up when they mentioned Deshaun Jackson. Well, they have no speed on this offense. It's really been a problem. Not having Deshaun Jackson there has really hurt this team. Carson Wentz has been under 200 passing yards in three of the last four games, and they just need him on the field. The threat that he poses right. with his speed deep, it, safeties have to back off now, and it's going to open it up for everyone else. Even if Deshaun's not targeted 12 times a game, 
That's not what he's He doesn't there have for. to be. All right, you have to do is run down the for. field. Right. All you have to do is run down the field. All right. So I did get a, I got a tweet here, Ronis. Very interesting one. At Dr. Roto, I know it's a terrible matchup, but Murray at home with the legs? Hard for me to bench for Carr, bro. Everybody's predicting doom and gloom for Murray tonight, but his 15-point floor feels safe to me. That was none other than Scott Fantasy says that, Ronis. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I'm worried about Kyler tonight. I mean, this Me 49ers defense has been great. They have, I think, three of the top of three of their corners are ranked top 15 in PFF ratings for corners. Now, if you know, some people don't like to go by that, but that's fact. And the bottom line is, the last two games he hasn't thrown a passing touchdown. I mean, he didn't do it against but, the Giants. May, How bad are the Giants? Scott, but maybe Scott's right in the way that they can't run the ball, right? You don't. You're not going to run the ball with Drake or Zenner. So if you're not going to run the ball, the only way that Murray is going to put points on is to actually throw the ball. And if he's not going to be able to throw the ball, then he's going to have to run the ball himself, right? So is it possible that this could be a 90-yard rushing night for Kyler Murray? I, I don't see why you would think that he has not done that he's done it once this year it was against the Bengals I mean he he ran two times last week even against yeah, but, the Giants but, but, 10 for 28 that's a good matchup 10 for 28 Atlanta, I know but think of it this but you're not too but you're not going to be able to run it with Zenner and Drake right that's like a zero agreed or no yeah but you don't think San Francisco is going to be prepared for him to take off and run I mean you can't be everywhere can you well I, I mean look Kyler's done nothing he, you know, he has no touchdown passes in three of the last four games. That was my comment. That was, see, I don't know if I agree. or just, Scott's not entirely wrong, but he's wrong in that, in that respect. They can't convert. When you get to the red zone, he can't score touchdowns. He's settling for field goals. That's why Kyler Murray is a good, not great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that's been their biggest problem this year. They've taken, they've settled for field goals like inside the 10 numerous times this year. And... Are they going to be able to move the ball consistently on this defense? I mean, look, at some point, the 49ers are going to have a bad game, but I don't really see how this defense gets the ball moved upon them continuously. So I don't think Arizona's the team. I mean, the 49ers will have a bad game. Oh, I'm they just will. Not sure it's coming. The it's coming, right. and their schedule right. gets more difficult. It's just, but, but Murray's smallish. It. It's not a good running game. It's just not – I don't know. I mean, that's, this is not the team to do it. See, usually you say with the running quarterback that have a high floor, I kind of don't see it, though, this week with Kyler Murray because he hasn't been running much anyway. And the fact that they don't have a running game, I think hurts. They're not even going to be worried. They're going to be – they're probably going to be more worried about Kyler Murray running out of the backfield than – the running backs they're putting out. Right. There. No, they should be. I would absolutely agree with that. 100% agree with that. All right. I got a question here. Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, or Jacoby Brissett. Who are you starting this week? Uh, for me, it's Josh Allen. I know he's kind of had some you know, disappointing games and some good matchups, but I think this could be a week. And look, what's the worst case scenario for Allen? 200 yards, two passing touchdowns, and 30, 40 rushing yards. So uh, I would go with him. I don't think it's Darnold. I, would, I like Brissett. I, I think that the Colts will play well. I think the Steelers' defense is a little overrated. The Colts are just one of those teams where I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball this week. I like Josh Allen, but, man, I, you know what I realized? The Bills' defense may be a must-start in DFS. Dwayne Haskins looks like he's starting Ronas. Giddy up. Well, he could. I think they're hoping that Keenum could be ready, but obviously I think uh, Haskins has been taking a lot of first-team snaps. But, oh, yeah, if Haskins – I mean, the Bills' defense is a great play anyway, but, yeah, if Haskins isn't there, that the problem is they'll be, become even more popular. I think that I'm going to have two teams, one, you know, two DFS lineups, one with the Bills' defense and one without. Because if Keenum plays, I won't play the Bills. 
Okay. Yeah. They, I don't want, I don't actually, want to spend. But if Haskins been, plays, I'll play the Bills twice. Yeah, as most people will. Can I use the Bills as my flex? That would be nice, right? <laughs> That's how flex bad what Haskins is. I'm going to flex the defense. Seriously. I mean, Haskins could throw five picks this week with Trevor Davis right there. It could be five. It could be a Nathan Peterman week. I don't know if they're going to give him five pass attempts if he starts, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that team missing Chris Thompson is so bad for them because at least Haskins could have thrown the ball two yards at Thompson. But yeah, Thompson, Thompson can't was actually, actually was decent. I mean, he wasn't a high-ceiling guy for fantasy, but I was a league where I was hurt at RB2 and I was using him, and he was doing enough, you know, 8 to 12 points in a PPR every week. That's fine when you – you know, especially because that was a league I had McCaffrey. So McCaffrey, you don't need a, a stud RB2 when you have McCaffrey. You just need someone to be decent, and Thompson, I thought, fit the bill there. Yeah, no, you, you were onto something. I think you were absolutely onto something. But I think guys like Naim Hines and Ito Smith and a lot of those guys who we perceive to be number two backs just never emerged. No, they really, they really haven't. Yeah, Kalen Balaj, that was a great pick. Oh, I'm glad everybody got behind that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did take him in a couple of leagues and quickly oh. realized after watching him, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah, he was so bad. I, I mean, don't you remember the hype on that guy? He was like going the, from, from the, the 11th round to the 7th round and people out there. I love this guy. Well, I didn't, now everybody's I didn't, running I didn't jump the in the 7th. All right. I got him in the Scott <laughs> Fishbowl, which was July and really late. It was like RB 50 something. So <laughs> it wasn't a high cost. And then I think I might have taken him in one other league. But thank oh, goodness. Man. Sometimes you got to know when to cut the cord. Good thing you cut the cord early on that guy. All right. Adam Schefter says Joe Flacco, four to six weeks out. Is that the end of his career, dude? Could be, yeah. I mean, you know, or maybe he just becomes a backup. Sean says no. I, I guess that he ends up somewhere. I mean, could it be the Giants backup? I can't. Could it be the Giants backup? I can't see him starting. If you're Joe Flacco, don't you want to just retire and go on TV, or do you really want to be like a backup for some for Ryan Finley in, in Cincinnati? It's free money, man. You stand on the sideline with a clipboard and a headset. I could be standing on the I could be standing upstairs in the with a headset. Depends. Some guys like the camaraderie. I don't know. I don't know Flacco's mindset. Good point. All right. More after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Full-Time Fantasy, Dr. Otto here, along with Adam Ronas. Check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. We'll answer your question in the forums. We'll give you some articles, podcasts, everything you need to win a fantasy football championship. I got a text here from Big Phil Ronas. He said the Texans called him to uh, come in for J.J. Watt. But, and he also doesn't know Big Daddy Kane. Oh, come on, guys. Well, he's, yeah. uh, he doesn't seem like a hip-hop guy to me. <laughs> he no does. Offense, he seems like though. a country music kind of guy. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. You know, come on. Right. I, I said it was Big Daddy Hartledge. Yeah, so Phil can plug the middle for the Texans. That's what he's hoping. Yeah. Look, if I'm playing corner, he could at least go up there and, and plug J.J. Watt's spot. Texans defense. You know, Gardner Minshew was a great pickup by you, by the way. Great pickup. Who? Gardner Minshew was a great pickup oh, yeah, by yeah. you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised he was available. All right, let me ask you this question. Devontae Adams, play or no? I think he plays. He was uh, full practice today out there. They showed him in pads. So uh, I think he goes, and uh, I hope he goes because I need him. <laughs> right. I love when it's self-interested uh, in fantasy advice. I, I mean, how many weeks has he been out? Was it five? He got hurt the Eagles game. Was that week three, Thursday night, I think? Yeah, it's been a long time. I think time. it was week three. It's been a long time. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think Adam Thielen plays? Yes. He was close. Do you think he was close last week? Or no, never? it was a short week. I don't think he was close. I think he wanted to, and the Vikings like, wait a second. We're playing a Redskins, man. Come on. It's right, a we short didn't week. It's we a could hammy. win the digs. You, yeah. you don't mess around with a hammy like that. Do you think Patrick Mahomes plays? No. Really? Yeah. He's, li- he's, uh, he's limited. Nah, I don't think so. Do you think O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait play? They brought up Jordan Leggett. Uh, Howard might not. Brait, going to find out the next day or two. Dude, O.J. Howard, is, I'm telling you, I don't even know how I can keep him anymore. 
I, look, I can't, I can't blame you at this point. We've seen nothing from him. He's got a hamstring injury. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Didn't I tell the, you I gave him a two-week window? Right? Don't they have this week? They had Seattle, and then next week they have Arizona. Right? If, after that, it gets ugly. Then it's New Orleans, and it seems that they cover the, the the tight end well. I guess the issue is if you drop them, who you're picking up. That's always the thing. Because right now. I don't see many tight ends out there that are good. There might I think I saw Fells available in one league, but who else is out there if you're specifically dropping for a tight end? Who's the tight end you go, you know what? I feel comfortable doing this. That's the issue. No, you're right. I mean there's And a you know what sucks? Like. You know yeah. what really sucks? Is because all these weeks you were like, Oh, I gotta hold on. You missed out on a few good tight right. ends. Right. No, it's true. You know, I got Jack Doyle in a couple of leagues last night. He was out there. I got him for twenty bucks in two different leagues. And then I picked up Jacob Hollister in a couple of leagues, just trying to like grasp at a straw, a straws there. But I mean, I picked up Dawson Knox a few weeks ago. That guy did nothing. I know. I thought he might do something, and I, yeah. it just hasn't happened because he's looked good at the times. The problem is, I guess it's just not enough volume in that offense with Brown and Beasley. It's not a team that's just gonna throw a ton unless no, they're unless they're trailing by a ton, and we haven't really seen that much this year. But you made a really good point. When you let's say you had Howard. And Jared Cook, okay? Two guys who've been like, blah, right? Well, maybe you wouldn't have picked up Darren Fells because you're like, no. oh, maybe Cook yeah. will get better. Right. Maybe Howard will get better. I'm not going to take Fells. Well, you lost out. No, it's one of the and, – and I think we've all done this because especially when you draft O.J. Howard early, fifth, sixth round, and we know the talent and we've seen him have success, you want to believe and you're like, can it be this bad that they're really not going to use him in the offense? But I guess we should have taken the early first few weeks to say, you know what, this is a sign of things to come. And it, it, that's where it really hurts. It's not that you have them because you've, you've, you've benched them the last few weeks. It's that you've held on and you've bypassed these other opportunities on the waiver wire where there were some tight ends recently available, you know, from John Smith to Darren Fells to Gerald Everett. There was a few guys out there, you know, and even Will Disley, but he eventually got hurt. But Disley was shaping up to be a good one. But Disley, you had, see, Disley was a good pickup, but then that was that, a big, big loss. That see, that was probably one of the best waiver wire pickups this year. But it didn't last long. You know what? Yeah. That's what I mean. Is like every waiver wire pickup this year, unless I'm clearly forgetting someone. Like no more. I mean, I, I, Gardner Minshew. I don't know. I don't think he's that big of a difference maker. If you lost Roethlisberger, no, Minshew's Breeze, been solid. Maybe. He's been right, solid. But, but you don't go. Oh, that was a league winning uh, waiver wire pickup. I don't no. say that. Do you want to hear what happened? My uh, one of my very close friends has been in the same fantasy league since 1992, okay? He has never won this league, Ronis. I'm not even joking. Never won. This year, he picks up Will Disley, and he trades him for Austin Hooper. Ah, Could that be one of the greatest trades in history? That might be, yeah, this, this might, might be his year, year right? Yeah. <laughs> Finally, it all year. breaks right 30 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's... Uh, could you imagine <laughs> every 30 years you win? Ah, oh, forget it, bro. I... You know me. I couldn't handle that. I can't handle not getting one championship in a sport in a year. Like, I look, I'm like, oh, I only won three baseball leagues. It sucks for me. Like, it, so I, I can't imagine that. Well, yeah, I mean, he has never won. I don't know if he's even made the championship How do you game. keep playing? I like it. Doesn't so <laughs> say, you know what? This is not for me. I've been flushing Dude, money Dude, he's the, the guy toilet. that won't listen to me. He's the one where I offer him advice. He hasn't listened to me. I'm like, you, why do you not listen to me? You he should. goes, well, I, 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 you know, like, you know, do you, ever, do you have any friends who don't listen to you? And you're like, I, I, dude, I'm Adam Ronas. 
I don't know. I don't say that, but I do get some people who, like ask me questions and I'll give an answer. They're like, really? But blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I don't have, I don't want to have a discussion here and a debate. You asked for my opinion for a reason. If you right. disagree with it, I have no problem with it, but <laughs> I don't want to have a debate back and forth with you here. Wait, there's a guy in the message board that asks a question. Then he says, and why? Do you know what I want to write every time? No, you know what? That's fair. Like to get it the is, reason but you know why? what I want to write every time? Because I said so. <laughs> That's what See, I want I, to write. I, I have no problem with someone asking the why, because you know what? They are either they're either trying to get your insight or they're trying to learn. So right, I can appreciate right. that if you want to know the why. I have no problem with that. Anything, any discussion in life, any conversation, if someone asks you why, no problem with it. But the problem is, is when someone's like, "Oh, I really want your opinion." And you can see they don't agree with your opinion, and they're fighting you back and forth on it. It's like, look, you can disagree with me. You don't have to take my opinion. But why are we having a debate here? Because you yeah. asked for my opinion. I'm giving it to you, and now you're poking holes at it. And, well, no, well, I, don't, I don't think that's I th it. I think in this case, I think I'm too close to him because we're such good friends, and I've known him for so long that I feel like he just thinks he knows. But, like, if you haven't won in 29 years, dude, do you think it's time to either quit or take my advice? Which one? Yeah, I know, right? It's like, you know what? This formula has not been working for an extended period of time. Maybe I should try something different, right? <laughs> right. You Anything. take the same route to work every day, and it's the same traffic. Maybe you should try a different route to see if it works. Yeah. But it's like my friend the other day. So I guess the last two weeks, he's had a player leave the game early with an injury, and he texted me. He's like, oh, my goodness, man. Now it's Brandon Cooks this week. Last week it was this guy. Not, this never happens to anyone else. I'm like, are you serious? Yes, it I'm does. Like, right, right. I, that's it's what personal. I'm saying. I'm like, right, right. I'm like, you're just looking at it from your team. No, I'm looking at the team they're playing. And it doesn't happen to them. I'm like, so you're taking two teams out of 12, and that's your basis? I, like, I said, uh, I, I had Matt Burrito leave the game this past week. I had Sammy Watkins that night where he didn't play. It's happened to me, too. Like, you know, you, and I, and I, play well, every, everybody's always the victim, Ronis. Right. Everybody's and, always the victim. And I was like, okay, I said sarcastically, I'm like, you're right. You know way more about this stuff than me, you know, because oh, this is what, what I do. What did he say? What did he say? Nah, he was, he, we talked yesterday. He's like, you know, I was just messing around the other day. I was kind of frustrated. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. I was like, no, I understand, but like, it does happen to everyone. We've all been on the side where we're lucky and maybe it happens to our opponent, but it happens to all of us, especially when you're playing in five to 10 leagues. It's going to happen, and you just hope it evens out at the end of the year. Can I tell you that for the first time, it was right around my birthday, my brother-in-law has asked me for fantasy football advice. It was the first time. I've been with my wife for like 17 years, Ronas. It was the first time he asked me for fantasy football advice. I'm like, what have you been waiting? In my mind, I'm thinking, what have you been waiting for? I give advice to people I've never seen before in my life. I'd be happy to give it to you. You're my family. You never even ask. It's like, yeah. what do you think? You're bothering me? You're not bothering me? I would do it. What, I mean, what the heck? Maybe that's how he thought. Or maybe would you feel that way? I mean, when, he, I when I asked you for advice, am I bothering you? No, but maybe he didn't think you're that good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about football. <laughs> maybe if I've won like 250K instead yeah, of 200. You know, I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, some people, I guess, do look at it like that. Like, oh, this is his job. He probably doesn't want That's, yeah, some people might say, oh, it's his job. Maybe he doesn't want to do this outside. He needs a break. I don't look at like it. That's more conversation for me. I love talking about it. Because even if I wasn't doing this, I would talk sports 24-7. You know, some, some doctor once said to me, I said, you know, I don't want to bother you. He goes, do you know how many people bother me? He goes, you, I like. You're welcome to bother me whenever you want. And I was like, I like that line, right? Yeah. Because how many people do bother him? Everybody. Right? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Like you're at a party. Oh, I'm a dentist. Oh, could you look at this cavity in the back? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, my... oh, did I ever tell you this story? I dated this OBGYN for a long time. And she said to me once, she says, I'm the most popular person at a party. 
And I was like, really? She was so right, dude. All she had to do was say what she did. Every woman in the whole room came over to her. Yeah. And then she went into a room and examined them? Yeah, well, no, but they just have questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. It's crazy, crazy, all these, all these, all this advice that she was, she was dead right. Are there any other guys this week that you think are going to emerge and play? T.Y. Hilton wasn't practicing, but I think he plays. <sighs> I know. he's Miles Sanders, I think, plays. Yeah, he was at practice today. I think he goes. Shepard, do you think he plays? Starting to think he will. Um, it's Monday night, though. That's the only thing. It's kind of tough. Uh, you got to make sure. I mean, hopefully we'll know by Sunday morning, but I'm starting to think he will. Can you risk it? If you know for sure, Sunday by Sunday morning, if they say, yeah, he's a go, he's cleared. Because you know how it is with concussions. It's pretty much you're either good or you're not. They're just obviously, I think, taking extra precautions since it's the second one of the season. True. We know. All right, Benny says It is a now, tough matchup, though, against Dallas. So. Very tough matchup. And he never does well. Ingram usually does well against Dallas. Yeah, not, not Dallas Shepard. is more susceptible to the tight ends and the pass-catching running backs. Benny Snell out for two to three weeks, Adam, with a knee injury. Yeah, you can cut him because Jalen Samuels is back. You know, I only liked him because he was the backup to Connor. I mean, well, if Connor's hurt, well, either way, two to three weeks, man, you can't wait around for a backup like Snell like that. You can cut him. Right. I mean, if you told me that he was a starter coming back, maybe. But what are we looking at? The second string at best? At best, and probably third. Right. I mean, Chris Herndon, do you think plays? I say he plays. Yes, I think he plays. Uh, he's been limited in practice last week and this week. It's trending towards him playing this week. Josh Doxson returning soon, Ronas. Next. Wouldn't pick him up for a buck? No. There's not I, a room. There's, it's barely room for Diggs and Thielen. Now we're going to get a third receiver? Do you know I who mean, I did pick up? I did who? pick up Tim Patrick in a league. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I just, I don't know. I don't really want much to do with the Broncos' offense outside of the two running backs in Sutton. I know. I don't know. That was, that was desperate. It was literally desperate. What about Rex Burkhead? you play him? No. D.D. Westbrook, think he plays? <sighs> That's iffy. We'll know early, though, because that is the London game. That's true. That's, that's a good point. But, I mean, would you think you, th you think he'll make the trip to London, right? I, aren't they, they should already be there, I would think, right? You would I think, know right? every team does it different. Um, so, if we haven't heard Let's anything. Let's say Thursday and the game Sunday. Yeah. they, they got to be going today, yeah. right? The At least today, yeah. So, right. maybe we find out today if, uh, if they are going today, whether he makes the trip. And that will obviously be uh, a key indicator. I still like I, – I think – I wish that – I might bet on that game. I, I'll take the over. What's the over-under in that one? Do you know? Don't know offhand. Those London games usually go over. Right? I think those games go over. But I'll have to, I'll have to look at that. Except that it was funny. I would have thought the Rams-Bengals would have gone over, and it was 24-10. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, that was way better. Because people thought, oh, Rams will put up 30-35. Maybe the Bengals get 20. Would you? I mean, don't you think sometimes when you go to another country like that, you just lose your passion? You don't, you're not playing as hard? Could be. I mean, the travel and everything. I mean, I guess it's different for every team, but that that's the aspect that's kind of hard to gauge. That's true. It's a uh, 46 and a half. I think you would, would take the over on that, right? Mm, I'd probably lean towards it, but I'm not confident. Because of the Jaguars, right? Uh, Remember, there's no defense for the, for the Texans. I know, but the Texans have these games that where they don't do much. They've had a couple games this year where they didn't show up offensively. I know, it's very frustrating. All right, guys, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we have a major announcement, and uh, we will bring that to you when full-time fantasy returns right after this.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back, and we have some big news today. Sadly, my friend Adam Ronis, this is your last day with us, and I'm just speaking for myself. Absolutely going to miss you. Been doing radio together, God, for how long now? What is it, six, seven years? And I uh, just want to say thank you for all you've done, and uh, I wish you the best. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been three years, and it's been a great run. And unfortunately, it has to come to an end today. But, you know, I want to thank everyone that has supported me through the years during my time here. Definitely been a lot of fun, fun times in Vegas. Helping people, becoming friends with a lot of subscribers, 
and people who listen to the show. So it's always tough to leave, especially in this business where you make a lot of friends and every it's such a close knit group. You know, it's a it's a good culture. And, you, you know, you know this. We've met so many good people uh, through doing this. So it's always tough to kind of move on. But, you know, just like everyday life, people always move on to a better opportunity. And uh, it's always tough. You always wrestle with that decision. You're always thinking, is this the right move? But uh, you got to do what's best for you going forward. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. But, uh, you know, thank you. Uh, we've worked together now a long time in two different places. Uh, maybe there's a third. I don't know. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, wait a business. second. What's going on? Doc? Nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was a fun time. And uh, it's always sad to see it end. Yeah, I know. I think you're absolutely right. I think this is a small industry and it's a tight knit industry and people are good to each other, which I think is really great. And like you said, the friends that you make over the years, it's tremendous. Yeah, no, I've definitely made a, a lot of friends through radio, through working at the site, uh, meeting people out in Vegas. So, uh, you know, those friendships will absolutely continue. Uh, it doesn't mean that it comes to an end. And, you know, I wish you guys the best of luck as well with everything going forward. So if I text you, you'll actually get back to me. Oh, what's your name again? Exactly. <laughs> I just don't get back to you as quickly. <laughs> Take me a couple of days. Yeah, but no, priorities. I mean, exactly, priorities. Exactly. Look, I, like I said, I wish you the best. I hope it's a good. I hope it's good for you, and I hope uh, one day you become uh, my rich, uh, successful friend. Yes, that's the goal. That's uh, the destination for all of us, and we just find have to find the path to get there. Exactly, and then you know we'll we'll, we'll go traveling one day. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care, keep it right here. There's, a, there's another hour of Adam Ronas, and he's joined by Jim Day, and they'll be back with you right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.